I'll tell you the truth. I, honestly, I owe all of you a bracha. That's really the truth because I was expecting tonight, like a few guys, you know, that it's late already, you know what I mean, to, to learn about Hashanah Rav. I was expecting just a few people, so I prepared like a complicated share because there's a few people. So, I owe all of you a bracha. Shalom a good kvittel. Shalom a good kvittel. Should be a good year. And uh, we're going to redo it a little bit, on the fly a little bit, so uh, bear with me. So it's going to be, what I think we're going to learn tonight, for a little bit, is it, it, deep, but not complicated, okay? Deep, but not complicated. There's a chilek, so we're going to try to take you someplace that maybe uh, some of you are not used to going. We'll go to such a place, and then we'll, we'll bring it down the Misa. So it's like this. You know, there, there are certain days, first of all, L'chaim. L'chaim, L'chaim, L'chaim. So there are certain days of the Jewish calendar that are more mysterious than others. Sir Yom Tovim, which are more hidden, more mysterious than others. And B'derach Klal, generally speaking, when you have a, a Yontif that's more mysterious, so these are Yom Tovim that only those that know about the mystery are involved in, and those that don't, don't. So Lag Boimer, you know. If you have a Shaykh, it's a Lag Boimer, then you celebrate Lag Boimer. If you don't have a Shaykh, Lag Boimer, then you just don't say Tachnan, you know. You know, Tu B'Shvat, these, you know. But there's one day of the year which is mamish, mamish is secret. But we all, whether you like it or not, you have a shaykhis to, and that's Hashanah Rabba. Hashanah Rabba is mamish's site. You guys can hear me? It's not. Uh, you can hear me better now? This is the site. Turn on, turn on. Hearing me now better? Yeah. It's better? Okay. What do you say? Does it make that much of a difference? It's a little bit annoying. It's better than that. So I forget. Okay. So I'll just I'll talk loud. <laughs> so, Hashanah Rab is mamish. Okay, that's the hard picture of this. Chaim, yeah, So, Hashanah Rab is a is a day which is completely mysterious. What is Hashanah Rab? What is Hashanah Rab? So Al-Pi what we know Hashanah Rab is that the Nevi'im, there's a, there's a minig that the Nevi'im established, that in the Beis HaMikdash, every single day of Sukkot, they would make Hashanahs, they would go around the Mizbech with big Aravis, right? And the seventh day especially. And so we go around the Beeman Shul, now with Aravis every day, with Lulv right? But in the seventh day, the Nevi'im were Masak in a minig from the Nevi'im, that to remember what was going on in the Beis HaMikdash, after davening on Hashanah Rab, you take five Aravis, and you clap it on the floor five times. That's Hashana. So the whole thing is a sight. The whole thing is a sight. So let me let me share with you a little bit for a couple minutes what we find in the Kisviari in terms of the Kavanis of Hashanah Rabba a little bit, Mamash a little bit of what's going on by Hashanah Rabba. And then we'll take it, show you what the Rizal says. And from there, there are Chavayda. Halach Lamais, what's the Havayda of Hashanah Rabba? It's a very, very, very important day. <coughs> so it's like this. I mentioned before this entire Tukufa from Rosh Hashanah leading all the way up to Shmini Atzeres, it's one long process, it's one long Avaida, building yourself up to be able to experience on Shmini Atzeres and Simchas Torah a Yichud, a oneness with the Rabbani Shlilam. Kiviyach like a chasin and Kala. And the Rizal said that this entire Tukufa, the Avaida from Rosh Hashanah until Shmini Atzeres, is contained in that Pasuk, as I mentioned over Sukkis, Smailoi Tachas the Raishi, my left hand his left hand, Hashem's left hand is under my head. The Amina Techavkein, his right hand is embracing me. That hug, that's 
us preparing ourselves for that yichud, for that oneness, for that union with Rabbi Nishloilam. And that's a Simchas Torah is. That's what Shemini Atzeres says. Mamish, one with God. One with God. All the stuff goes away. There's no more Dalad Minim. There's no more anything. It's just you and God Himself. That, that's the moment of yichud. And Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is a major part of building yourself up to experience that oneness. You can't just go come off the street and, and have a, a relationship with the Rabbani Shalom. You have, to, you have to build within yourself the ability to experience such a thing. And that's a major part of that's Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And then you get to Sukkis. And then finally, Hashanah Rabbah. So the reason I'll reveal this follows. We know that by Ni'ilah, there's such a thing as the Chasima. The Chasima. There's a... We're written on Rosh Hashanah and we're sealed on Yom Kippur. But without thinking, I'm not going into, I'm not going into the din of the, the judgment of Rosh Hashanah. We're written and the judgment and sealed the judgment on Yom Kippur. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about within the neshama. There's something that's written on Rosh Hashanah and there's something that's sealed on Yom Kippur. The reason I'll reveal that on Hashanah Rabbah, there's a second chasima, chaisim b'tay chaisim, a seal on top of a seal. One seal on top of the other. In the language of the Arizal, we find as follows, that the chasima, again, these are just words, for the next few minutes it'll just be words, but then I'll explain with their okay? The Rizal said that the chasima of Ni'ilah versus the chasima of Hashanah Rabbah is the following. The chasima of Ni'ilah is building within yourself the quality that's called tziyayim. Right? There's such a thing called tziyayim. Uh, that place of Zion, tziyayim. There's a place within the soul that's called Sin. And by Ni'il and Yom Kippur, the holiness of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is really leading up to building up within yourself that point that's called Sin. But then you get to Hashanah Rabbah, which is the second Chaisim, the second Chasima, and that's not Sin, that's Yerushalayim. So that's what Hashanah Rabbah is. Hashanah Rabbah is building within yourself that point that's called Yerushalayim. Yom Kippur was Sin, and Hashanah Rabbah is Yerushalayim. That's point number one. Now, the Rizal said further, when you take the Hishanis and you clap it on the floor, so this is going to sound a little bit funny, but every time you clap something on the floor, there's two motions, right? There's going up and then going down. The Rizal said that the five Aravis that you take correspond to five particular letters of the Aleph base, from which all difficulties and all dinim, all smallness comes in a person's life. We know everything is created with the Aleph base. There are great moments in life that are connected to Aleph base, and there are small moments in life that are also coming from the Aleph base. There are five letters in particular that are the root of all, of all smallness. The root of all difficulty, of all din, of all tadness comes from five letters, and those are all the end of letters. All the end of letters, menatzbach, mem, nun, tzadi, peiches, peichaf, menatzbach, all the end of letters. That's why it's an end of letter. Adkan, finished. Doesn't, doesn't have the kach to go weiter. Menatzbach. Those five letters are the root of all dinim, of all difficulties, of all kadness in a person's life. The five aravas that you take, and arava from all the four species, right? Arava doesn't have any tam, doesn't have any reach, no taste, no smell. It's the, the least chashiv of all the dalaminim. You take five of them corresponding to all the, the, all the kadness in a person's life, connected to the five letters of Menatzbach, and you clap it on the floor. And by clapping it five times, the five arovas on the floor, the reason was Megala, you are being mamtik, you are sweetening. 
you are sweetening the judgment uh, the, and the dinam and the kadness that can come in a person's life from these five letters. You're sweetening that. Now, the Rizal said further, and again, these are all, I'm going to say this, these are all like, feel like separate points, but then Chesidus will bring it all together. You'll see in a moment. That's what happens when you go down. When you take the rose and you're going downward and you're hitting on the floor, each time you hit, you're softening one of those end of letters in your life. And this is all helping to develop that chasimah, that seal of Yerushalayim. That's what Hashanah Rav is. But when you go up with the Hashanahs, before you go down, you have to go up, right? So when you go up, the reason was Megala, something completely different. On Shmini Atzeres, after Hashanah Rav, but that's, as I mentioned, Shmini Atzeres, that's the Yichah, that's the oneness between you and God. Aziva, Kivyachal, Mamash, Kivyachal, like a Chassan and Kala. Now, we're all men over here, so we could, but I have to speak Burmiza because we are in public. So the way a zivik takes place is that the actual zivik, the actual union between a husband and wife is very physical. That's the lower part of the body, yeah? The midasayisayit, the sight of the zachar, the sight of the nekeva. But there's more of a subtle, more spiritual, lofty union, and that's what's called nishika, right? Kissing. That's, a, that's, that's also a union, but it's a union of the, of the minds of the, of the chasen and kal. It's a much more edel, sophisticated spiritual yichud. In, in the Surah Daishim, you'll find that that's described as a zivug, as a, as a union of neshamis. The union of the, of the body is the body, the union of neshamis is neshikim. On Shmini Atzeres, Kivyachal, we become one with God with a zivug gufani, like in a physical way. Kivyachal, obviously the brunch is not physical and there's nothing happening, but it means a, a lower level. When is the neshikim? When's the Nishikin with the Rabbanu Shloilam, that highest level of Zivuk? That's actually when you take the Hishanis and you go up, that's the Nishikin. That's why the, the, the Aravis that you take are the same shape as the lips. Chazalvi makes such a point. It's the shape of the lips. So it's a very interesting thing that those Aravis that you take when you go up, that's some, in a certain level higher than Shemini Atzeres Mamish. It's a Zivuk Nishikin. And then you take, then you go up, then you go down, and then the Aravis sort of shift uh, their identity from being lips in that zivug with the Rabbanu Shloilam, and now they become one of the five end of letters, which is, which is the opposite side of the spectrum, which is everything that's wrong in your life, everything that's small in your life, and you're clapping on the floor to soften, to soften and to weaken the kaychadin and the smallness that the Ravis are related to. One other Nakuda, okay, fine. So far, yeah, that's what we have. So again, we have a few Nakudas over here. Hashanah Rabbah is the Chasimah, the seal of Yerushalayim in a person's Neshama. That's Aleph. Bez, the Aravis have these two identities. They, they are the embodiment of all kadness, of all smallness, and you are softening, you are, you are fixing those, that, that, those, that Nakuda of kadness in your life when you go down. And when you go up with Aravis, that's a Zivag Nishikin with the Rabbi Nishlema. One final Nakuda, by the way, this is just an amazing, amazing Nakuda. The Minig of Klai Yisrael is, is that, I can't say everyone does this, but uh, many people do this, is that Hashanah Rabbi night, at least until midnight, the Minig is to read all of Mishnah Torah, all of Sefer Dvarim. Such a Minig. Why? Sriza said like this, it's, um, the, chas- the, the Chasima, the reason was Megala, the Chasimah of Ni'ila and the Chasimah of Hashan Rav, for that matter. They're both, both Chasimahs. All Chasimah comes from one of the Shemus Akdashim of the divine name, of the name Ekeh. I will be. That's the name Ekeh. 
The Rizal said that the Shem Eke is the name that's involved in building this Chasimah within your Neshama. Both the Chasimah of Tzion on Yom Kippur and the Chasimah of Yushalayim on Hashanah Rabbah. But the difference is as follows. The name Eke, if you spell it out in full, it's Aleph, Aleph He Yudhe. But if you take, if it's Bemilu, in other words, if you take the letter Aleph, it's not just Aleph. Aleph is Aleph Lamed Pei. Aleph. So you spell it out in full. The name Eke can be done, can be spelled like that in three different ways. Aleph is always Aleph Lamed Pei. Lamed Pei Aleph. Yud is Yud Vav Dalet, Yud. But the letter He can be spelled He Yud, He. It can be spelled He Aleph, He. Or He He, He, right? If you take the gematria of Eke, spelled out in those three different permutations, it equals the gematria, the word Chaisam. Okay? And the Chasim of Ni'ila is connected with those Shem Saktashim. Those three permutations of Eke is the word Chaisam. The Rizal said that the Chasimah, that's the Chasimah of Tzion, of Ni'ila. But the Chasimah of Yushalayim, the Rizal said, is Chitzonius versus the Chasimah of Tzion, which is more Pneumistic, right? The, the first Chasimah, the more inner Chasimah is Tzion, and the outer Chasimah is Yushalayim. So the Chasimah of, of Hashan Rabbah, which is Yushalayim, which is more Chitzonius, it's more external. It's not as strong as the internal one. Therefore, the Rizal said, that the Shemus Akadoshim that are involved in the Chasim of Hashanah Rabbah, I know this is probably over everyone's head, but it's good sometimes, okay? Schach is overhead too. So the Chasimah, the, the, the Shemus Akadoshim for the Chasim of Yushalayim is also those three, three permutations minus, in each permutation, the Iker letters of Aleph Hey Yud Hey. So in other words, the permutation is not Aleph Lamed Pei, for example, it's just Lamed Pei. You take out the Iker letters. If you add the gematria of those three permutations of Eke without the letters Aleph, Hey, Yud, Hey in each permutation, it equals the gematria, the word Mishnah. Mishnah, which is Mishnah Torah. That's Sefer Dvarm. So the Rizal said that if a person learns Sefer Dvarm, reads all Sefer Dvarm on Hashanah Rabbanite, it's a schoola that the Chasima, the Chosim of Yushalayim, which is more external, versus the Chasim of, of Ne'ila, which is internal, it should be a good chasima. That's why even the chasima of, of Hashan Rabbah versus the chasima of, of, of Yushalayim, it's, it's just a reap. It's like, it, it's a copy one on top of the other. It's a chasim on top of a chasim. That's what Sefer Dvarim is. Sefer Dvarim is Mishnah. It's a, it's a repeat of all of Chumash. So just like you had a chasim on Ni'ila, now we're repeating again with another chasima on Hashan Rabbah, and that's Yushalayim over Tzion. So we do that with Mishnah Torah, which is a repeat over Sefer Dvarim. Okay. In the Kisri, when you read this, these are all like disjointed points. All disjointed points. Okay, that Hashanah Rabbah is a second Chasimah, somehow connected to Yerushalayim, somehow connected with Mishnah Torah. And on Hashanah Rabbah day, when you clap Aravis, it's somehow connected with the five letters of Menatzbach, and that's on the way down, and on the way up, it has to do with the Neshikin kissing the Rabbani Shalom. These are all separate points. So what... But Chassidus comes and sort of explains this in Avodah Hashem and ties it all together. Okay. This is the hard part. How do I explain this? Okay, so let me share with you a couple lines we find from Lakut Maran. Okay, so we'll, we'll, there's different ways how to go about explaining what Hashanah Rab is. We'll go in the way of Rabbi Nachman. So Rabbi Nachman writes like this. It's a half a bigger thing. Ki yesh dibur b'leidea v'yesh dibur b'deya. 
you see If you had to define the day of Hashanah Rabbah, what's the day of Hashanah Rabbah? Rabbi Nachman says like this. There are two, there are two, there are, yeah. I'm trying. Let me, let me, let me try to figure this out. Let me, let me say it like this. We've all had the following experience, yeah? We've all had a time of when a person's davening and it's going. It's going. You're davening well. In the Svarnak Dashim, this is described as there's Dibur, you're saying the words of davening, the Yesh Deya. And you understand what you're saying. Again, it doesn't just mean to understand the words like the Pir Shamil Slataich. You, you feel what you're saying. You have Maichen. You have Maichen. Yesh Deya Bedibur. There's sometimes that you're speaking something and there's Maichen with it. And then there's other times where what? Sagatnish, right? You're davening, there's no Maichen at all. There's no Maichen at all. There's no Maichen at all. There are certain moments in life when you're when you're davening, when you're learning, when you're when you have when you serve the Rabbanishlam and there's meichen, that's called a luvanesrik dika moment. That's called a luvanesrik dika moment. Luvanesrik is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It has reyach, it has tams. And then when you're davening, at a time, at a moment when there's no meichen at all, and you're barely getting the words out, or when you're learning and you barely understand what you're learning bechlal, that's called an aravis dika moment. It's called an Aravistika moment. That's true within the person. It's also true within, within people. There are certain people that are Lulav Menesroigim, Dekiyidin, Hadassim Dekiyidin. Like Hazal said, they have a Tam, they have a Reach, these are Tzadikim. And then you have a Aravistikiyidin. When it's a Aravistikiyid, a Aravistikiyid is a Yid that doesn't. Uh, not much of this Hashem is coming from him. So the Aravists are a major part of the Dalamina. But the significance of a Aravist until Hashanah Rabbah is only when they're connected with Luv and Esrik. In other words, there's such a thing as a person who's able, he's, he's an Arava, he's an Arava. But when he's in a Matzev, of where he's surrounded by Luv and he could step up, he could step up. When there's a good Baltfila, and he's with a good Chavra, and everything is, all the stars are aligning properly in his life, he could have Moichen. Even though he's an Arava, he could have a Shtikalul Vanesrik experience if he's surrounded by Dalad if he's connected to Dalad Mina. The Avoida and the Avoida of Rosh Hashanah until Hashanah Rabbah is Klai is doing tshuva. Every single one of us is doing tshuva. And we're Zaycha, hopefully, until Hashanah Rabbah, that even the Aravist part of who we are is able to step up and to become a Tzaddik if Al Kopanim. It's in the right environment, in the right atmosphere. So in the right environment, in the right atmosphere, or surrounded by the right people, even if you're an Arava, you'll be able to do it. You'll be able to serve the Rabbana Shalom. You'll have Maichin if you're connected to Lulav Menesraya. But the truth is like this. In order for the Rabbana Shalom to have a Yichud with the Jewish people, on Shemini Atzeres, for that Yichud to truly happen, to truly take place, the Rabbana Shalom has to make sure that every Yid on their own could stand on their own two feet. The tachlis is not for an arava to serve the rabbanu shleilam only when he's connected to a lulav and an esrik. That's good when he's connected to a lulav and esrik. But first of all, what happens when he's not connected to a lulav and esrik? 
What happens when the, the matzav is not so good? What happens when the stars are not aligned? So then he's just an arava. He's just an arava. So first of all, in that case, then he's not able to serve the Rabbanish Shlomo. But really, really more than that, even when he's able to serve the Rabbanish Shlomo, it's really not him on his own. It's only him sort of drawing energy and, and support from the Lulav and Esrik, which is very nice. But for a real yichud between the Rabbanu Shalom and the Jewish people to happen, it means the Rabbanu Shalom is going to be fully there, every single part of him, Kiviachal. Every single yid has to be there on his own. The Indian of Aishana Rabbah is what? Is to give us the strength that the Aravis, when it's separated from the Lulav and Esrik, when it stands on its own, it should be able to stand on its own. And it shouldn't just wilt and fall to the waist and it said, Ich I can't. The Lulav, the, until Hashanah Rabbah, the, the Ravis are able to serve the Rabbanu Shalom only when it has the Lulav and Esrik to support it. But Hashanah Rabbah, we take the Ravis and we separate from the Lulav and Esrik. We say, I want you to serve the Rabbanu Shalom on your own with your own two feet. Don't just support yourself from a tzaddik. Don't just support yourself from a chavr. What happens when you're by yourself? What happens when you're by yourself? When you're by yourself, are you still able to commit to the Rabbanu Shalom and say, you know what, I'm going to commit to, to Davin. I, the words don't come out straight. I don't have Meichen. I'm not an Esrik. I'm not a Lulav. Doesn't matter. You say the words as best as you can and you serve the, Yushem, you serve the Rabbi Shem as an Arava and you stand on your own two feet. Let me share with you a couple lines. We find this in the Zara Kaddish. The Zara says like this. This is Chizik for all Aravas. Isman Deloi Baraisa. There's such a Yid that's trying to learn Taira. Umagam Gemba. Begim Guma. And the words aren't coming out. He doesn't understand what he's, what he's learning. He's not finding Hatzlacha. He's an Arava. So what is the natural inclination of the Arava? The natural inclination of the Arava is that if I have a little Vanessa to support myself with, then fine. Then I'll learn. Then I'll daven. If I could have a little Vanessa. Because me on my own, I can't say anything. If I have a little Vanessa, then I could be Mishtatev in the minion of the Tzaddik. I'll be Mishtatev in the learning of the Tzaddik. But on my own, I can't. And if I don't have a little Vanessa with me, then you might as well put me to the side. There's no avoida that you can do with an arava by itself. But the Zara says, but such a yid that's struggling to come to get the words out of davening, words out of learning, as an arava by himself, you should know, if you're an arava, every single word that you get out of your mouth ascends to heaven. And the Rabbanish was unbelievable simch and joy with every word that aravas say. With every word that aravas take a yidin say. And the Rabbani Shalom takes these words and plants it along the river that's in Gan Eden. And from those words are produced big trees, big pears. Those are the Aravis in Gan Eden. The Aravis in Gan Eden, the Rabbani Shalom's Mishtashe, the Rabbani Shalom delights in, are Aravis that are produced from Yidin that are Aravis. So what's Hashanah Rabbah? Hashanah Rabbah is a day preparing ourselves for that intimate moment of the, with the Rabbani Shalom and Shemini Yatzeris. But in order for that to happen, the Rabbani Shalom has to make sure that every Yid on their own is willing to stand on their own two feet and say, even though I'm not a Lulav, even though I'm not an Esrik, even though I'm not a Hadas, all I am is an Arava, Afal Pikein, Ani Nishba, I am swearing, I am committing myself, I am taking that seal, I am sealing myself with that commitment that I'm going to serve you the best I can, even if the words don't come out properly, even if I'm just an Arava. Afal Pikin, that's my avoid. I'm going to do that. I'm not going to allow myself to just wilt if I don't have the support of a Lulav and an Esri. 
in the Lushan of Abnasan Breslin. Abnasan Breslin says, Alkin Oiskin by Shanaraba. This is why we're Isaac and Ashanaraba, we're Isaac with what? With Aravis. Shanaitlim Aisim Lavad, and we take the Aravis by themselves and we have an Avaida with just Aravis. Because the Aravis correspond to Rishayim, you know, Yidin that are not Lulav Minasraigim. Shemachzirim Hatzadik Bechuva, that the Tzadikim of the generation are trying to bring back the Duchuva. Rabbi Nasan says like this Ki Adam will bal Bechira. Every single one of us has a Bechira. And the truth is, if a tzaddik wanted to, I can't do this, but tzaddikim can do this, they could take away your bechira and they could just force you to become tzaddikim. They can do that. But Abnazan says, but that's not a kunz. That's not a kunz. To take away the guy's bechira and all of a sudden he's a lulav, okay, that's not a big deal. The avoid of the tzaddik is what? The ikra in the avoid of the tzaddik that he rolls around in his entire life, bedrochem nifloim, and wondrous avoidas, ad shazaycha, what does he really want? Not to take away your bechira. You're an arava, you're an arava. But what a tzaddik wants to do is to give you the confidence and the security and the belief in yourself to serve the Rebbe as an arava, if that's what you can do. And it'll come a time when you work on yourself, and then you'll become a hadas, you'll become an es, you'll become a lulav, you'll become a tzaddik. But, av, but until that point comes, and you're just an arava, so you serve the Rebbe as an arava. You serve the Rebbe as an arava. And the avayda of Hishan Araba is to say to yourself that, that if I'm, it, it, even if I'm just an arava, that's what I'm going to commit to serve the Rebbe Shalom as. The, the, see, this is the difference between, between Tzion and Yerushalayim. See, tzion equals begemach the word Yosef. Yosef is a tzaddik. Yosef is a lulav. Yosef is an esrik. Yosef is a hadas. The chasima, the sealing of Ni'il is what? Is sealing l'chaim toiv maruchim l'shalem tzaddikim or any yidden that are in that base medrash of the tzaddik, in that world of tzion. But you know what Yushalayim is? David HaMelech is the king of Yushalayim. Tonight is Yushpizan, Hashanah Rabbah is Yushpizan, and Davin Melech. What's Yushalayim? Yushalayim is not a city of a tzaddikim. Yushalayim is a city of Aravis. That's what Yushalayim is. And Davin Melech is a king, not over Lov Menes Reigim. That's Meshech ben Yosef. Meshech ben David is a king over Aravis. That's his Malchus. The, the seal of Yushalayim is, is the commitment of Yidin that as Aravis we're going to serve the Rabbani Shalom. And that means that even when I don't have any Maichin, and even when I find myself in a moment of mem nun sadi peichaf, I'm in a moment of mamish katnus, smallness. I don't have any meichen at all. And any words that I'm saying, it's gimgulmim. It's, it's coming out uh, silly and, it's, and I'm mispronouncing every word, kivyachl, you know? Physically mispronouncing it, mentally mispronouncing That's where I'm holding right now. I'm going to serve the Rebbe as an arava and I'm going to seal myself in such a way. Make that firm commitment. That's what, that's what Eishan Arava is. <clears throat> and Adarab, not only is that a necessary avoida in terms of as an arava, the only way how all of Klai Yisrael, this is the Chiddush, the only way how all of Klai Yisrael can have that Yichud, Klai Knesset Yisrael, can have that Yichud is only if the aravis of Klai Yisrael are also part of that. The Rabbanishman is unwilling, he's unwilling to have that intimacy with Klai Yisrael only if every year is a part of it. If they're still going to be yidin, they're amichutz lamachne, or they're part of it only when they're relying on the lulav menasroigim, deki yidin, 
The Rabbanu Shem is not, that's not Shemini Yetzirah. Shemini Yetzirah, Simchas Tor, what's the minute by Simchas Tor? Every year gets an Aliyah, right? Not that, you know, you get an Aliyah and you have everyone else in mind. No, no. Every single Yid stands by, his, by himself, has his name called, and you get your Aliyah. Whether you're a Lulav, whether you're an Esrig, or whether you're an Arava. Because the Indian of Shemini Yetzirah is that Yichud between the Rabbanu Shem and Knesset Yisrael can only happen when every Yid is a part of it. Every Yid on their own, standing on their own two feet, committing themselves to serve the Rabbani Shalom as they stand on their own two feet, whether it be an Esrik Dika Maimid or an Aravid Dika Maimid. That's the only way how it can happen. But the truth is it goes deeper. Rabbi Nachman used to say, you know, people think that when you have real problems, real, when you're on a very low Madragan Ruchnius, so you don't have to go to a big tzaddik, you just need someone that knows a little bit more than you. If you don't know anything... Then you just need to, to be makash yourself to someone that knows something. Rav Nachman said the truth is, is the opposite. The sicker the person, the bigger doctor you need, right? So that's true physically. The sicker you are, the bigger, more chash of a doctor. So the same thing is with the Ruchnias. The sicker you are, the lower you are, Adraba, the higher you have to connect yourself to. Where does the, where does the kayach of an Arava come from? You see, that, by the way, this is. To go back, this is why to be mechazik the seal of Yerushalayim, to mechazik yourself with that commitment of what? That I'm going to serve the Rabbani Shalom when, every, when all the Hisairus ends. Now, I've had a conversation with a few people, the Baruch Hashem, we've had a strong Tishrei by Kamavak Hashem, you know? And people are worried about what's going to be Noch Tishrei. That's what Hashanah Rabbah is. Hashanah Rabbah is about putting yourself after Tishrei. And realizing, see, in the Elah, when you're saying Hashem Olakim seven times, you're not thinking about what's going to be after Tisha. Your mom is in that moment of, of Tzion, in that moment of Hesiris, and you can't imagine a world without that Hesiris. And, and then by, when you say Hashem Olakim seven times, you know, uh, by Ne'ilah and Yom Kippur, and you're sealing that part of you that's called Tzion, that, that's good when you're in a Tzion Tika moment. But the, the Avayda of Hashanah Rabbah is to think about what's going to be Nach Tishrei. Tishrei is going to be over. And then all the Hesairus of Lulav Menesroigim, that part of yourself is going to be gone. And now you're just going to be back as an Arava. And then what? That's what Hashanah Rabbah is. Hashanah Rabbah is to be mechazig yourself and to say, Rabbi Nishloilam, even when all the Hesairus ends and the Sukkah gets taken down and we just go back to saying Tachnun and everything is back to normal, you're back to work, Afalpikain, and I'm only in a rava. I'm going to stand on my own two feet. I'm going to dive in shachris mirchamayrev. I'm going to learn as much as I can. I'm going to watch my eyes. I'm going to watch my mouth. I'm going to only say kind words to my wife. I'm going to try to be a good father to my children. Even when all this Cyrus is gone, as in a rava. But where does that kayak come from? By the way, I keep on forgetting what, to make my point. My point is that to be mechazik that that's why we learn sefer Dvarim. What's Sefer Dvarim? What's all of Sefer Dvarim about? Moshe Rabbeinu telling Jewish people, I am not going to come with you in Eretz Yisrael. And you're going to have to stand on your own two feet, and you're going to have to deal with not having Moshe Rabbeinu. See, Tishrei is Moshe Rabbeinu. The first four books of Chumash, uh, everything that goes wrong is okay, because Moshe is there to save the day. He's the Lulav that everyone is connected to. So you don't even notice the fact that you're in Arava because you're connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. You don't even notice the fact that you're in Arava because you're saying Hashem Malakim seven times. Yeah. Is, of course, there's no thought of, their, of, of, of not having that moment of Hashem Olukim. 
That's the first four books of Chumash. But Sefer Tvarim is what? It's Mishnah Torah. Moshe Rabbein is saying, it, there's going to be a point where you're not going to have Mon coming down at you. You're not going to have that Nani covered. And then what? It's the whole Indian of Mishnah Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu giving you chizik of what's going to be Noch Tishrei. By, and that's why the chasim of Yushalayim, it, it, that, it, all chasim has to do with the word, the name Eke. Eke means I will be. Because chasim means I'm going to commit myself, I'm going to serve the Rabbani Shalom. But the chasim of Tziyayin is what? Is sealing yourself and committing yourself to serve the Rabbani Shalom when you have all the letters of the divine name of Eke. When everything is perfect, when all the stars are aligned, then you're a lulav and Sashem Ulakim, then Gavadik, then I commit to serve the Rabbani Shalom on a very high, intense level. When everything is gewaldic and it's like, you know, and Ezra's davening Musaf and it's like, it's amazing, then what? <laughs> then the chasim of the Nil of, of Yom Kippur says, I'm going to scream, it's going to be gewaldic. But the chasim of Yushalayim says, what if, uh, what if uh, it's an arraign on Tuesday morning and you're chopping a mincha in like the office? And there's no nigun, uh, you're not doing anything like that. And it's impossible to be a lulav and an asterisk at that moment. And all I'm being is an arava then. Then the chasimah is, then I'll serve the Rabbanishim as an Arava. That, that's what I'll do, and that's fine. And the Rabbanishim will take those words and plant trees in Gan Eden, and he'll delight in that. And the chasimah of Yerushalayim, it doesn't have all the divine names. It's missing the Iker name of Eke. It's all the Milu, it's, all the, it's, it's the hidden part of the name Eke. Because it's the hidden Avayi, you don't see it, it's not what hits you across the face. The void of, of Tzion, the void of the chasimah of Yom Kippur, that's the chasimah that, that hits you. Uh, of course that's an Avayi that's chashiv. But all the letters that are behind the scenes of the name Eke, the, the Lamed and the Pei behind the scenes of the Aleph, the Vav Dalet behind the scenes of the Yud, all the, all the letters that are behind the scenes, that's Hashanah Rabbah. And you're mechazig yourself that I'm going to serve the Rabbani Shalom with, and the, as an Arava, and that's an Avaidah that you don't see when you see the name Eke. But it's behind the scenes. And it's a deep Avaidah behind the scenes. More than that. In order to strengthen yourself, to be able to make that chasim on Hashanah Rabbah, then what? Then you have to go even higher than Shemini Atzeres. And that's the Nishikin. That's the Nishikin that the Aravis are, that the Aravis have. Like Rabbi Nachman said, the sicker the person, the greater the doctor you need. What gives the Jewish people the strength to serve the Rabbani Shalom as an Aravah? The strength that we have to serve the Rabbani Shalom as an Aravah is because we're so deeply connected to God, to such a place, that even when all madrigas fall to the wayside, that intimacy of Nishikin is still intact. When you take the Aravis and you're going downward with the Aravis, it's preceded by going up. These are not two separate kavanas. These are not two separate inyanam. One Indian is happening. When you take the Aravis and you go up, you're saying, Rabbani Shalom, I am so deeply attached to you that whether I feel it, whether I don't, I'm... We are mamish one. We are mamish one. Like I was talking about, I mean, every shirt, there's always what I say. That we're mamish one with God. Who you are is a shtick elikus, is a piece of elikus, is a divine influx in this world. That's who you are. You're not a human being. You're not just a person. You are elikus. You are, you are divinity itself. Everything you experience, the Rebbe Shem experiences through you. That's what's happening when you pick that Rebbe's up. And when you have that recognition, you're makashi yourself to that truth, then even when you take the Rebbe's and you go down, and then all of a sudden you're nach tishrei, and when the Aravas go down, now you're ready in the letters of Memnon Tzadi Pechav. And you're, it's already, Tishri's over. And you're in the office. And it's just you and God and the secretary. That's all there is. Um, you understand what I'm saying? And at that moment, all the Hisoyrus of, of Ni'ilah, all the Tzion's of the world are completely gone. All you have left 
is that deep, deep iskashris that took place when the Rovis went up, and you take that, and that's the kach that you have to give a clap on the way down. And your mom take that kadmis. It doesn't take away the smallness, it doesn't bring you back to Ni'ilah. You're still after Tishrei, but it gives you the strength to not fall into low places. That's what Hashanah Rabbah is. That's the secret of Hashanah Rabbah. And therefore, the, the avoid of Hashanah Rabbah is a very, very deep one. It's, it's, it's two opposite extremes. It's committing yourself to serve God when you're in the lowest, most uninspired situation. But the only way you can have that commitment is if there's a part of you that's connected to the absolutely highest place. And the more you're connected to the absolutely highest place of not beyond Shemitah, of actual Nishika, of that mamish intimate moment, the most intimate moment with God of kissing the Rabbanish Kivyochal on the lips, when you have that highest doctor, then the lowest place you'll be able to hold on to. It's like the famous Maisa, the Chesidish Shema, I don't remember which Rebbe it was, it's probably every dynasty will take it for themselves, but the Maisa is that there was a, there was a big tzaddik, he would go to the mikveh every day, and the particular mikveh he went to was, there was a, there was a deep, a steep, uh, you know, hill that he had to go down. And he was an older, he was already old, and during the winter, it would, it would frost over and it was very slippery. And he would go, then I'll you never get hurt. And so, you know, Nisnagdim that didn't believe in Maisen like this, so they tried it. They, you know, they fell and they broke their legs and so on. So they asked the Tadik, how do you do it? So he said the famous line, if you're tied above, you don't fall below. That's Hashanah Rava. That's Hashanah Rava. One other Nakud that I want to say is that all... The, Another aspect of Hashanah Rabbah, and it's not separate, it's, it's part of the same Indian, is to realize that even at moments when you are a Lulav and Esser, so in other words, until now, well, in, in other words, to, 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 to sum it all up, the Avoid of Hashanah Rabbah is Aravis. It's Aravis. Aravis by itself, by themselves. And to give you the strength, when you're just an Arava, to serve the Rabbanishalm as an Arava. But there's another aspect of Hashanah Rabbah. The other aspect of Hashanah Rabbah is that even in moments, Bez Hashem, you know, there's Cheshvan and then there's Kislev, there's Hanukkah, right? The, Baruch Hashem, the, the, the year is full of, of highs as well. It's not just always lows, Chas Shalom, right? It's a lot of highs. Part of the Hashanah Rabbah is to realize that even when you're back to being a Lulav and Esrik, don't forget that there's a part of you that's in a Rava. In other words, don't become a Balgaiva. Don't become all conceited. And don't start looking down at another year that's maybe not as inspired as you. That's what happens all the time, right? Hashem Elokim, we're all inspired. You get to Cheshven, uninspired. And then all of a sudden it gets to Hanukkah, you're inspired again. And now you're looking, and then you look at the guy next to you that's still uninspired. He's still in Cheshven. And you're thinking, oh, come on. It's Hanukkah. What type of voice farf is this guy? He's not able to connect to Hanukkah. Meanwhile, where were you two weeks ago before Hanukkah? You were in a rubber then. Part of the Avayda Vashanah Rabbah is not to forget that, you're, that you could be an Arava. In other words, you yourself when you're just an Arava, and even when you have a little Vanessa, don't forget that you're also an Arava. Let me share with you a couple lines from the Kamar Nareva. It's a, it's a half of the piece. It's a little bit strong, but it's good to hear. Not only is this true, the Chlal, that even when you're a little Vanessa, don't forget you have an Arava part of you as well. Not only is it true, but it's also absolutely necessary. Because if you don't remember 
that there's a part of it that's in Arava, then even when you serve the Rabbanu Shemazul of an Esrig, it's incomplete. Because again, that means you're ignoring a part of yourself. And to have a union with God, you have to be fully there. And if you are ignoring the fact that there's a part of you that's still in Arava, then you're not all in. You're not all in. Just as when on, on, a, on, a, on a national level, all the Aravas Dekiyidin have to be part of Simchas Torah for that Yichud to happen, within yourself as well, even when you're holding by Luv and Esrig, if you don't acknowledge the fact that you have a part of you that's Aravadik, then, then the whole part of you is being held back from serving the Rabbanu properly and really becoming one with God. Listen what the Heichel Abrach, the Kamarna writes. Im if a person is trying to have that yichud with their banish loylam, but they're not, but the arovist part of who they are is not being engaged, it's not being recognized. <clears throat> so he says, then Then when you're in that yichud moment with the banish loylam, then you're schlepping along with you avaydezaris. Mamish avaydezaris. What does that mean? What does that mean? He means like this. This guy doesn't realize. He's, uh, he's mamish with his talus and tefillin shuckling like crazy. Because at that moment, he feels like a little of an esrik. But if he's not realizing that there's a part of him that's an arava, then really what's happening is, it's a shtigl fake what's happening. And he's, and, he's, and he's deluding himself into thinking that he's mamish in a state of dvekis, when really he's just a shaita. It says just a shaita. The soiver, and what's the raya? How do you know whether your aravis are a part of the avaida or, you, or you've ignored it? It says like this. The, the, the litmus test is the following. When you're shuckling, you're having this big avaida, do you think the following thought? Shein kemaisa, there's no one like me. Does your avaida Hashem bring gaiva? Does it make you feel bigger and better than other yidin? In that case, it means that you're not serving the banishment with your aravis. And if you're not serving with our Ravis, then you're not actually connected. Because the only way to connect to God is with all Dalad Minim. And if you're leaving out your Aravis, it's not really happening. So what's happening? Stam Demyonis. Stam Demyonis. But it's, you're Stam Shaita. But if that, if, and, and the only way, and, 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 and that's the similar Dover. Soiver, the guy thinks, there's no one like me. The nitmas bereshes kas v'gaiva. And meanwhile, his avoida is just ensnaring him in the net of anger and conceit. Vishtarus and feeling, uh, wanting to be bigger than everyone else. Lias Rav, Rebbe, Rabban. That's his kavana. The soiver betipshas. And he's thinking foolishly, the whole world is worth, is, is kedai for me. That's what he's thinking. He's not, he would never say such a thing because that mamish admitting that you're a shaita. But the guy's thinking that. The guy's thinking that. The And he's thinking, everyone else is fools. I have Meichen. I have Meichen. I have a way to serve the Rabbani Shalaylam. All that Gaiva and Yeshus comes to the person. Why? Because at the time of intimacy with the Rabbani Shalom, which could be any time you wear Tefillin, every time you say Kriyishma, he's bringing Klippas with him. Because he's ignoring his Aravas. And if you don't have your Aravas with you, then you're not going anywhere. You're being held down by the Klippas. You have to recognize even when you're serving the Rabbanish, so what's the Eitzah? The ain't Said the Kamarna. The Eitzah is when you put on Tefillin and you feel like a Luvaneser and you have Meichen, it's good. 
have to remind yourself that this is a schus that I have, that I have Meichel. Why do I, why do I have a Cyrus? Why do I feel something uh, when I'm davening? Because I'm better than, than Yenam, because I'm better than that guy? It's all matan from the Rabbanish It's all matan, that's what Sukkis is, right? Like I've been talking about the whole Yontif, what Sukkis? Sukkis is, everything is a gift from God. Everything is a gift from God. Your Meichen, your intellect, your Hasogis, your Madregis is a gift from God. So why in the world would you be a Balgaiv about that? When you, when you incorporate that humility and that Hisbatlus and that recognition that if it wasn't for God's kindness, I would just be in a rubble like anyone else, then that means now finally you're all in. Then you're all in. And then the Yichud can take place in a real way. So this is Hashanah Rabbah. So again, again, Hashanah Rabbah, the Avodah of Hashanah Rabbah is incorporating Aravis into your Avodah Hashem. Aleph, it means to be mechazik and to really make that commitment that if all I have left in my life is Aravis, Afal Pikein, I'm going to serve God as an Aravah, Aleph, and in order to do that, you have to remind yourself that even when all the Cyrus is gone, I am a piece of Elikus, I'm a shtick Elikus. The bigger the doctor is needed to save the sicker the person. That's point number one. If I'm just in a Rav, I'll serve God. And point number two, even when I feel like a Luvin Esrik, BMS, I'm just in a Rav. And all the Madrigas that I feel to make myself like Luvin Esrik, it's a Matana Menashalim, it's a gift from heaven. And if the Rabbanu Shalom decided not to give me that gift, I'm back to be an Arava. And the Rabbanu Shalom gives that gift to someone else that's an Arava, he'd become a Luvin Esrik. It's all Matana. All we are, Be'etzim, Be'etzim, are Aravas. And that's, that's Aishan Rabbah. This is why Aishan Rabbah is one of the biggest, deepest day of, days of the year. Because, and that's why, by the way, when Aishan Rabbah is so makusher with Davin for Mashiach, right? Kol Mavasim, Mavasav Oymer. Kol Mavasav Oymer. What does Mashiach do with this? The answer is, again, Davin Melch is the king of what? Not Sion. Davin Melch is the king of Yerushalayim. The Malchus of Mashiach Tzikenu is a Malchus of Aravis. It's a Malchus of Aravis. It's a Malchus of Yidin that even when they are Luv and Esrik Dik, and they have Madragas. It doesn't mean that when Mashiach comes, the tzaddikim will be left in the cold. But it means Mashiach is going to reveal to us, the Malchus of Mashiach is, that Be'etzim are all Aravas. And what makes one person more successful in his Avaida, what makes one person more successful in, in their Parnasa, what makes one person more successful in their relationships in life, it's all Matanas Ben Because the baseline that we all are Aravas. And for some people, Rabbi decides to give a Matan Ben you should be a Lulav. But that's a matanah min That's the malchus of David HaMelech. That's, that's davening, that's malchus based David. That's the ushbizen of Aishan Rabbah. Hashem should help each and every one of us, mechazik ourselves, to make that firm commitment. Because Tishrei is unbelievable, Simchas Torah is unbelievable, but there's such a thing as cheshvin. And that's, that's the real litmus test of Adis Hashem. Are you going to serve Hashem as an Arav and are you going to recognize that that's who you are as an Arav and to embrace that? That's a good thing. It's a good thing. That's the yant of Sukkis. Hashem should help us to become good Aravis and to say good words and to serve Hashem as Aravis. And whatever that looks like, whatever that means to each and every person, that, you know, it's like by Hashanah Rabbah, by the Beis HaMikdash, when they did the Hashanahs and they went to HaKafis and then they would leave the Aravis hanging over the Mizbech and all the Kahana would leave, what would they say? Yofalof Mizbech, Yofalof Mizbech. This is the way it's supposed to look. Not the love of Menestrachim, the Aravis. Yofalof Mizbech, Yofalof Mizbech. That's Hashanah Rabbah. It's a very, very big day. Hashem should help us. We should have a good kvittal. That's what a kvittal means. Kvittal means... Kvittal means, you know, just... Just as our avayda on Hashanah Rabbah, when you're in a Rabbah is... When there's a Cyrus, then of course you'll say Shema, right? 
the Saras goes away just in a Rava, then it's like, it's an Avaidah. So the same thing is with the Rabbanish Toilem. When you're doing well, of course the Rabbanish wants to be Meshpia Shefa into your life. Why not? It's flowing. But what if there's Ikuvim? What if there's Minias? What if there's Kitshugim against you? Then you need the Rabbanishim to say, you know, I'm going to do it. You want the Rabbanishim to push. How do you get the Rabbanishim to push? That means to have a good kvittal. Good kvittal means to have that, 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 that gzera of having a good year that was written and sealed in Rosh Hashanah. You want it to be delivered. It's a letter. That's the petek. That's the piskatova. That's the kvittal. That you want it to be mamish, not just written and sealed and it's like on Hashem's shelf. You want that, that paper to be, when Hashem is writing the letter, He's into it. Right? But now the letter is already written, and now Hashem is like thinking, uh, you know, it's cold outside, I'm gonna go, I have to go schlep to the post office to deliver it. Uh, you want the Rabbanu to push himself to deliver that letter properly. How do you do that? When you're makabal on yourself to be in Arava, at that moment also when it's cold outside, and I have to get out of bed, to go to shul, to daven, you push yourself, you make that commitment to Nishana Rabbah that when all the minis come, Afal Pekin, I'm gonna be a good Arava and serve the Rabbanu like that, the Rabbanu says, you know what? And in that case, I'm going to push myself to deliver that letter of Aksiva, Chasimetoiva, a good Gebench to Yar, a year of Gula, of Pidyan, of Yeshuas, of Brach and Parnasa, and Hatzlacha on all levels, Bagashis, Bruchnias, for all of us, for all of Kla Yisrael. May every man who Amen.